To start with, there were four of us on the road. Vitek, Sam, Emil, and me. The streets of Otvotsk were quiet and peaceful. Warsaw was not being raided that night, or we would have heard the distant rumble. We crossed the end of Remonta Street, where the smell of the recent fire still lingered, and then we breathed the clean air of the country. The Vyonzovska Highway, a narrow cobbled road, wove its way through the pine woods round Otvotsk. We marched almost due east, our backs caressed by the warm hand of the setting sun. Normally, we would have had a lot to say to each other, with at least two or three of us talking all at the same time. But when we had met earlier in the afternoon, we just shook hands, exchanged the usual schoolboy greetings, servus, servus, and now we were strangely quiet. I was lost in my thoughts, a mixture of elation and apprehension, the regret at leaving the only home I had ever known, and the joy of a newly found independence, the fear of an uncertain future, and the exhilaration at the prospect of having to meet it on my own, filled my heart with a chaos of emotions, which I could not even begin to untangle. The road was deserted. Normally, on a late summer afternoon and early evening, it would have been busy. On a Friday, market day, the Vyonzovska road would be crowded with people of all ages on foot, on bicycles, in peasant carts, whose metal-rimmed wheels would be making an infernal noise on the cobbles. At long intervals, a car, or a motorcycle, or a bus would go past, bouncing up and down on the uneven road. Even on a non-market day, the road would be busy with people going about their business, returning to their villages from work in Otvotsk. Here a woman with a stick in her hand would drive a cow across the road. There a girl would steer a flock of snow-white geese home for the night. Greetings would be exchanged. Niech benje pochvalone. Praise be to the Lord. Na vieki viekuf. Forever and ever. Now the road was empty and silent. And we were silent too, but not for long. Soon we were discussing our plan again and again. From the Otvotsk railway station, trains went only north to Warsaw or south to Damblin. There was no point trying to get to Warsaw to look for a train going east, as trains had become unreliable and were frequently strafed from the air. Any day now Warsaw would be under siege. Even the Warsaw residents had been urged to leave the city. Once more we succeeded in convincing ourselves that our decision to go first to Wukuf, on foot if necessary, and from there to catch a train going east, was the right one. Emil, the older of the two Kagan brothers, summed it up. Let's be clear about it. Our first objective is the Wukov railway station, and then Bzesch. At the Bzesch fortress we shall find Stefan's father. And the two of you, he looked at me and Vitek, will stay there. But we, meaning Sam and himself, have promised our parents to go further east, to Prujani, to our uncle's house. Agreed? He looked at me. I nodded. So did Sam. But Vitek? Oh, no. Trust Vitek to raise problems. His father, he pointed to me, is stationed in the Bzesch fortress. Fine. But how do we get in? There is a war on. At least you, he looked Emil up and down, and I are in khakis. But they... They'll be shot on sight. Was he trying to frighten us? Was he serious? True enough, 
While he and Emil sported the military-style tunics of school cadets, Sam and I wore our school outfits. Navy blue jackets and trousers with blue piping down the trousers and round the cuffs. Blue shields bearing our school number, 74, on the left sleeve, and navy blue peaked caps with the flame of learning emblems. He was not very military. But on the other hand, it was obvious that we were schoolboys. Surely they wouldn't shoot us. We left it at that and fell silent again. The cobbles were hard on our feet. We left the road for the sandy footpath alongside it and walked in single file. Once more, I was lost in thought.